This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hey folks, and welcome to the Worlds Exchange. I am Sal. I'm Joel. What up? Welcome back. Uh, today is a very special episode, like every episode. I don't know why I say it like that. Um, but uh, Joel pitched this idea about like looking at what DC... Never mind the publishing initiative. Never mind whether DC is going to go full digital or anything like that. Let's just pretend like dc is gonna do what comics do you know and just play with this idea after death metal what if dc were to reboot or at the very least reboot their numbering and because up, they almost certainly are <laughs> exactly and come up with a fresh new take uh and with fresh new creative teams and fresh mm. new number ones um so we came up with a bunch of number ones for them joel what, what was your what was your reasoning you wanted 12 titles what was your thought yes. process well, the thing I broke it down basically is that when we look at all of the different uh, sea changes and all of the different number ones and renumbering, basically from the new 52 onward, there's about 12 books that never change. They throw some other ones in there. Maybe, you know, some get demoted. But by and large, there's 12 books that stay the same. Cool. Uh, so I, I love that idea. It gave, it gave both of us, I think, a nice, like, pen to play in. Um, hmm. We didn't have to go too far off the beaten path. I basically just took your list because you gave me a list of the 12 titles that basically they don't mess around with and came up with. And I, of course, I had to fudge it a little bit, but, you know, we always. But how, how could we not? Um, before we jump into the actual titles, we wanted to say the show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, if you use Super Chats, make a question or a comment, we will read it here on the show, and the money goes into the infrastructure that allows us to continue to do these shows. So, uh, please, you know, thank you very much for your, for your patronage and for con uh, joining us on the show. Uh, also, there's another show that we do over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicpop, where we just keep the conversation going. So, if you are so inclined... If you're like, hey, uh, I, I'm not ready for this party to end. There's two things you could do. One, mm. go over to patreon.com slash comicpop and check out One Shots, which is literally just like the post show for this show. Um, and you can also join our Discord, uh, which well, there'll be a link in the description or in the chat right now that'll send you uh, over there to join if you want to keep the conversation rolling with your fellow uh, chatters. So let's jump into it. Uh, Joel. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just go title for title, or do you want to just give me your whole rundown? Because I'm sure it's all connected. Like, what is your what is your through line? Let's say you're publisher. You know, you right. usurped Jim Lee, and you're like, I'm in charge, <laughs> and I'm at WonderCon or New York Comic Con, and, I'm, right. and I'm pitching. You know, I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready for you to love me. <laughs> Here it comes. So yeah. So yes, I de I defeated Jim Lee in an Agni Kai tournament <laughs> in the DC bullpen, and my hand was raised high amongst all the others, one editor to rule them all. Uh, it, it's it's funny when I put this together, it was mostly just like a lot of fan drafting of like, oh, who would I like to see on this, and also who's free at the moment, who could they actually get? Because it's not like I could go so nuts and be like, oh, what if Jason Aaron started writing Superman? Thank I you. mean, it would. 
I mean, it would be cool, but it ain't gonna happen because he's in an exclusive contract. Right. Ain't leaving anytime soon. Uh, theme did actually arise, but it wasn't until I was done with it where I'm like, oh, there's actually a theme here, and that is a youth initiative, a youth push on this. Let's get some young, hungry writers on here. And in fact, you're probably thinking uh, some big names were omitted from some of the 12. Now, that's not to say that you couldn't get a Bendis or a king on some other stuff. In fact, I actually have a Bendis pitch for later. I'm actually kind of proud of for a book that you might not think he'd be perfect for, but I think he would actually uh, be pretty damn good for. But uh, I guess let's start with Superman, because I think when you're building a new DC initiative, what's Superman going to be like? What's well, Where are we going to go with Superman? Yeah, Um what uh, so there are, you 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 approached it from the, the perspective of two titles because there's twelve books Superman action comics um, what do you got? Well, so for the main Superman book, and we actually kind of talked about this in the previous episode, that was the germ of the idea that grew into the whole concept for this show, and that is hey. Lou Luen Yang killed it on that Superman versus the Clan book, didn't he? And that was really solid. Maybe he should just take a run at Superman. He put in his work on that book. He put it in in the Super Hyphen Man series. So clearly he has ideas. I would like him to take the reins on writing. And on art, I was proud of this one. Uh, Vico Osio, I do believe is his name. He had that really popular, uh, is it that very anime-inspired book recently? Uh, that everyone was really talking about. He's got a really, really beautiful art style. It's not quite anime, but it's, like, very inspired. But no one left to fight. That was the one he did. That was on a lot of uh, best of the year for Artless in 2019. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I'll pull up a picture yeah. while you while you pitch us this idea. Um, he's new. So this is super... He's not yeah. signed with anyone. I'm sorry? Yeah. He's not signed with any... Yeah, he's not signed with anyone at the moment, so oh. I think, actually... Giving him a big title like Superman and to be like, okay, go nuts with it. And also, hey, bring some youthful exuberance and energy to the Superman title. Maybe maybe fight that uh, horrible idea that we still see running around. That is, oh, Superman isn't relevant to young people. Oh, you can't get uh, the young people to pick up a Superman book. I think, yes, you can. And I think maybe having some kind of appealing artwork to it would uh, be a good way to catch people with it. That, that would be very different. It would look very different from the way that you're used to superman looking um and it would definitely be a a, a cage rattling creative team uh definitely um now here's my question yeah. superman action comics are they do you have two different teams on two different books yes. or is it the same yeah it's just, just is it like Sp amazing spider-man where it's like it's all the same stuff we have a different team on action, and in fact, you know, uh, I kind of want to do a bit of counter-programming, actually. So it's like, okay, say the main Superman book is too out there and too experimental for you. Don't worry, we got something safer and comfier for you. Uh, Robert Vendetti, uh, I wasn't in love with his current Justice League work, but man, his digital Superman one-shots yes. are killing it. The dude gets Superman in a crazy way. I'm like, just... Just give him action and let him go nuts on action and be like, okay, this this is your Superman book. Do with it what you will. Right? Yeah, he is very he he really nailed it. I remember reading at least the first issue of that digital book, and I was like, this is really good. Like he really get like it was really good in um a, a really fascinating way where it was like you as an adult are reading it and you're like I'm having fun, but like you realize like halfway through reading it that like it is there is nothing about it that excludes it from any age group. 
Absolutely. And you could give it to anyone and it's free of a lot of continuity hangups. It's just here is Superman, as you know him, preserved in amber for all time. Nice. Uh, do you have an artist on that one? I do. Again, uh, Paul Bellator, I do believe his name is. He uh, He's done some Aquaman. He's done some Incredible Hulk. And he's worked with uh, Vendetti before on those digital books. He he did the first one, the one we're talking about. Where it's like, and this looked nice, too. He draw, he, he draw a good parasite. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, that, was a, that was a good... That was a good-looking series. It was a good idea. Um, I completely just, agree with Just that. let them take action and go nuts. Right, exactly. And I like your idea of having, if you're going to have two Superman titles, give them two completely different audiences. You know, mm, like appeal to two different you, demographics. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it Absolutely. was. It, it reminds me of the uh, the Avengers initiative back when Bendis was on all those Avengers books, where it's like, look, if you know, if if you've been waiting for your classic Avengers, here's Mighty Avengers. But if you still like New Avengers, I'm not going to ah. stop. And so it's just two very different titles by the same creator, but still felt different. You know, mm. had very different tones. It it's something you can get away with because we are programmed as comic fans to be like, no, there's Superman and there's action. There's always two. They should be different. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Um, so jumping into the Super Chats really quick as we switch gears, uh, I wanted to jump into, um, let's see, Ryan Craig says, Martian Manhunter is surely on this list, right? Crying face. <laughs> I think Joel will not do you yeah. dirty on this one. I omitted Jean. <laughs> he is not, he doesn't have his own book in my initiative, but he is uh, in a book. That's good. Joel, did you rescue Martian Manhunter anywhere? Maybe. No, I, I, I th that is beyond my power to rescue <laughs> Martian Manhunter. I mean, I mean, he'll be on Justice League. He'll be there. I mean, look, I grew up with the animated series like everyone else. I'm not going to have a Justice League book and not have the Martian hanging out in the background. That's fair. Uh, OJ Stapleton, I'm taking off work today since my birthday. Happy birthday, OJ. Oh, hey. Uh, get to see you guys live. You know it would be a great present? Force works on back issues. Well, OJ, one day we may do Force works. I'll have to title it something else, but we may end up getting there someday. Um, Iron Man's original Avengers. Yeah, yeah, his own. Um Really, the Avengers are Iron Man's Avengers. He is a founding member. Fair enough. He funded the team. But I will say, I, we do have all of Force Works. So, and I tried reading it, and I almost went insane. Um, <laughs> did uh, Did you check out that new three issue Rosenberg did? It was actually fairly solid. You can tell he really wants to do an ongoing Force Works, but they're not going to let him. Oh no! It went full digital actually in the last issue or whatever. Uh, I just I read the first oh, issue and was like, pass. Uh, what a slap in the face, but but it's only three issues. Yeah, but we gotta put this last one out digitally. Sorry. It could be one, it could be two. You know, like you yeah. you could get no book. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Paul Baker, Yang was the writer on the back end of New Fifty Two Action with Jr. Junior. Not very good. That's right, he was. But it was a very editorial driven period, and he should get another shot. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So again, the, he, he's been circling Superman for a bit now. So yeah, maybe now it's time to let him off the chain and be like, okay, do do what you want and don't just be a fill-in for the next guy, which is a big problem with DC now and why I'm not reading a lot of DC books. Yeah. It's like none of this matters because you're just filling in until the new number one. Right. Uh, Robbie Miller, did I really just see Azarello do one flew over the cuckoo's nest with Joker? Yes, you did. Uh, Azarello <laughs> and Bermejo did a Joker story in that Joker 80th anniversary book in which they just did one flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> the reason to look at it is because of the art. Bermejo's doing something different and new, and it's like really mm -hmm. neat. It's worth checking out. 
Uh, that whole book is worth checking out. Um, Robert Core, uh, did you I bring, it. do you bring back Super Sons and get rid of the Legion? I didn't do either, Joel. Neither did I is the thing. I, I do do something with Damien for my like supplemental ones where it's like, okay, here's the 12 that have to stay. And here's like four good ideas I had for books afterwards. Trust me, I would love to see me some Super Sons again. But I also wrote this from the angle of Bendis isn't going anywhere and he's probably going to get to keep all his wonder books. So right. I won't mess with them and I will assume those characters are off the table. That's fair. Gorgonfish, I'd love to see Parasite's origin connected to Starro, perhaps as a test subject for the government trying to emulate Starro's mind control abilities. That'd be neat. They're both purple. I guess that's the idea. Um, Interesting. Emperor's Venetians, uh, I'm sure you're going to mention Tom Taylor. I think he's great at writing Elseworlds, even when he writes in continuity. Oh, yeah. Everyone is uh, OOC, so I just couldn't put him on an in-continuity book for that reason. Uh, I don't agree with that. I don't think that they're out of character. I think it's more like he covers the characters that need to be focused on. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody that he's covered behaved so out of character that it's like jarring, except when Absolutely. they are, except when they're given like a, like a spotlight moment. Like, yeah, I've seen yeah. like his green arrow is particularly out of character because he's doing anything. In yeah, and he's stuff. helpful and he's important and the justice league care what he has to say. Yeah. He's not just a huge wet blanket. Like everyone else wants to treat him. So, you know, on that regard, Real, which... I do agree with you. Uh, yes, I have a big Tom Taylor one, actually, and I don't think it'll surprise people when I uh, get to it. I, I don't doubt it. So with Superman, my idea was to do a thing that I've seen work before. I'm canceling Superman. Oh, interesting. Do you replace it with anything, or is he just gone outright? And Batman. Ooh, okay. Superman and Batman are now canceled. Uh, that, will get, that will make some waves, get people excited and kind of, like, upset. Uh, Detective and Action are the only Batman and Superman books we are publishing. End Ooh. of story. Oh, uh, nice. If you are unhappy with the direction of these characters, good luck. Because, <laughs> because I'm DC and I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> with Action Comics, my approach was to go full, was to literally just go, I, I have not been happy with this creator lately. But I also oh. know that I haven't seen this creator work on this character in forever Obviously, I'm thinking Mark Wade, given Superman with no restraints, no New 52 and being like, it all happened. Knock yourself out. Teamed up with Mitch Garrett's. I would be like, make make an iconic Superman book the way that you did with Captain America, the way you did with Daredevil, the way you did with Black Widow and the way you did with freaking Superman. Go nuts. Uh, so the color series, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not quite the Wade Samney team. I didn't put Samney on this one, although I think Samney would be a, a nice pairing. Um I wanted to go with Mitch Garrett's because he's so damn awesome and he's so damn iconic. He really is. Uh, I, I wanted to go with something that made you feel inspired when you looked at it. I love Samney's work. I don't mean to disparage it, I'm just saying. I wanted to see like something that just says, when you look at this title, it is Superman to everybody. Everybody looks at it and goes, Holy <laughs> crap, that is that is Superman. And make every arc something weighty and important and and big. It's action comics. Yeah, it yeah. should embody that that mindset. Uh, so that was that was my love Superman it. pitch. Just go go full Superman. Um, I love your idea of giving everybody their own of, of giving two different Supermans, and I think that's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's a better economic idea. For mine, it's just like here's Superman. Boom whatever or don't yeah yeah 
See, Gerard's is an excellent choice, too, because even when he's been drawing books I don't give a shit about, I cannot deny, man, dude draws the hell out of these images, doesn't he? Yes, and and the other thing is, it's it has a modern sensibility while also being iconic and classic. So, And he can do it pretty right. much on time. And I don't care if it's like, action comics will still be monthly. Like, just because I'm canceling Batman and, and Batman and Superman does not mean that, like, suddenly we're going to, like, make triple the schedule or something. Like, I'm not an <laughs> idiot. Like, well, the book is going to be probably $5. But it'll come out once a month, and it'll be at least 22 pages long. I like it. Um, similarly, it's good, yeah. Similarly with Batman. Uh, not to, I'm not going to step on your toes. I'm just going to say, like, expect the same thing with Batman. Um, right. Taylor Pester says, I would love to see a flash book by Greg Rucka that focuses on the CSI aspect of Barry that are commonly overlooked. Ooh. He's a great he's a great at grounding characters. That's fun. Yeah, we never do see the Flash <laughs> detective book. We never see, you know, long hours in the crime lab trying to solve a murder and being like, yeah, you're super fast, but like you can't solve everything with super speed. Right. I guess the last time I saw it was in The Button where they actually treated, it, treated things like a crime scene, but I didn't see much like... It's true. You know, but it wasn't really about that. So what do you got? What's next? Uh, all right. So after that, we move to the Bat family of books, uh, both Batman and Detective. And oh, oh, I think I'm going to surprise some people with what I do here. So uh, Batman is always a really hard one to cast right now. I, I love James Tynion to death. It breaks my heart that this is just a fill-in for him, and they clearly, that he was just like, well, we need someone safe and stable, because, you know, the King run was controversial, and uh, I did pick a celebrity writer. He's someone who has not written much DC, if at all. In fact, he's writing a book currently, and it's the sort of book where you're like, oh, they can't possibly just want him to be writing that. Surely they gave him this book in hopes that he'll want to do something else for the company down the line. And, well, my dream casting for that would be a Batman book by Matt Fraction. Oh, yes. That's a good one. I mean, Matt Fraction, I mean, come on. If he can make someone like Hawkeye the most interesting guy ever, imagine what he can do with Batman. And on art for this book, uh, I'm just going to be stealing some ideas from Marvel here because I don't think they've signed him to a contract yet, and he's friggin' amazing. Uh, Marco Chichito. Chichito. Oh, Chichito, yes. Chichito, Marco Chichito I mean, is great. <laughs> And is he ever like the stuff he's been doing for the Daredevil costume has just been out of this goddamn world. Now, imagine if he did it for Batman. Right. Exactly. Exactly. No, I completely agree with you on that one. That is such a good pick. Oh, his his. Fact, you know, yeah. In fact, you know what? He can redesign the suit if he wants. He can add some new shit to it. That's OK, because he made great choices for Daredevil. I mean, odds are he probably will. Um <clears throat> But yeah, no, I'm I'm so on board for that. I'm gonna pull up a Marco Cecchetto piece just to kind of like give you an idea about what what we're what we're in for here. In your in your in your universe, hypothetical universe, and again, fraction. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He can do street level crime. He can basically make a Batman book that's a little bit of everything and not just married to one thing. That's right. Yeah, that Daredevil image is amazing. That's coming out in the next issue, I think, of Daredevil, by the way. If you are not already reading Daredevil, you must. Please do. One of the best books on the shelf right now. It's like every issue is a friggin' powerhouse. Yep, that's right. Um, uh, transversely, for Detective, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made an... In I made an interesting choice here on Detective, and once you realize what I've done, I think you'll laugh. So... Uh, they got Kelly Sue DeConnick to do Aquaman at DC, 
I felt like that was a real major waste of her talent. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I like, yes, they gave her free reign on Aquaman to basically do whatever she wanted. And she made an interesting indie book. Yeah. And Aquaman and like, okay, that's cool. It's nice. You got to do that. But I would give Sally, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick detective and be like, okay, bring your unique voice and unique talent to this. And also that means, wait a minute, of a husband and wife team, Batman and Detective? Yes, the idea is I want them to compete in the household on who has the better Batman book <laughs> on the shelf. And I want that to drive each other to the next level of greatness. I love that concept. I love the idea of uh of, of pitting husband against wife and being like, kid, you know, <laughs> let your let your mutual uh creati- creativity and natural ability to compete with each other drive you. Yes. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Batman breaks up another marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. that. They seem so cute together. And again, too, just like really haven't had a big prominent woman writing Batman like ever. I don't think, and that seems so weird. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, I have not seen. I've not seen that. Detective seems like an easy way to fix it. And as we've seen in stuff like, you know, James Tynan's detective and everything, detective doesn't have to be the B book. Like it can be everything you want it to be. It can fill voids that the other books are not doing at the moment. I think uh, DeConnick would bring something really cool and really special. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see what, te- what Kelly Sue's Batman pitch or detective pitch would be. You know she's got to have one, right? Because every writer has at least one Batman pitch they've been saving. They keep it in their back pocket just in case. Um, At elevator pitch. Yeah, who's drawing it? Uh, Robson uh, Rocha or Rocca. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that one. But uh, he has some very uh, cool art uh, going on there. In fact, I think yeah, I think he's drawing uh, the Aquaman book with DeConnick. So it's a good uh, like art team already. They work together. Basically, it's like, look, we're moving you from Aquaman to Detective. <laughs> keep, uh, keep keep the rapport. Keep the back and forth you have. And like he's got like some creepy gothic stuff in him. Like he's drawn some pretty interesting monsters and everything that I've really enjoyed. Oh, totally. Uh, I've got I a, I got an image of super people that. right now by them. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll pull up their Aquaman book because it's some cool shit. Some crazy yeah, stuff. It, it looks really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, it couldn't keep my attention, but it's like, I understand what you're doing here, and this is pretty solid, and this idea would probably work better for someone who wasn't Aquaman. So do it for Batman. Do it for Detective. Why not? Yeah, why not indeed? I love that. Yeah. That's a good team. They- Again, keeping it young, keeping it fresh and everything, keeping it with like, you know, real, real hungry creators and everything who want to make a big splash. Exactly, exactly. Um, for me, uh, my, my pick was just to move the team from Daredevil to Detective. Um, hey, there you go. I would That's like, fine too. <laughs> because Zdarsky is already working on a DC book now, um, mm. I would like to move Zdarsky over to Detective and Marco Cicchetto to draw it. Um I, I don't know if Chichetto is under an exclusivity contract with Marvel, but I know that since Zadarsky is already working on DC books, right. he, he could easily be swayed if they said, you're the only Batman writer. Yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy. So I'm putting Zadarsky and Chichetto on Detective Comics. Batman. And that's the only Batman book you get. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. If you uh, want to can... see Batman, I mean, like, he'll be in Justice League and stuff like that. But, like, this is the Batman book, ladies and gentlemen. Sadarsky, Marco Cicchetto. 
Um, and uh, you think Zadar? Oh, I was going to put Zadarsky oh, on cover duties. Oh, that's fun too, because as we've seen with Life Story, the man can do fun covers. He's he's a good artist in his own right. I believe he draws sex criminals, and he oh. would do a really good job. And he would be the fill-in artist if Chichetto needed time. Oh, that's smart. That's really smart, actually, and economical. There that's you right. go. That's right. That's right. Plus, you get some like really crazy Batman type like covers that like that graphically pop and get you to notice them. It's it's not enough that it's Batman. You really need people who don't even buy Batman and go like, oh, that looks really good. Like, I want that. So that's my detect. That's my Batman book is just pick I like it. Um, Zadarsky, too, you know, he has some more comedic sensibilities and everything. So maybe this is a Batman who smiles and isn't afraid to team up with characters that he doesn't normally team up with. You see, I loved Batman Universe, but I don't trust Bendis to do a, like a, a bi-monthly Batman book. Like, I agree. So, you know, and I don't want to taint up Batman Universe. Just, just let that be what it is. I have plans mm. for that anyway. But, like... Zadarsky will allow you to continue to have Batman with a personality. And I'm I'm all in totally. favor of that. Um, so check I like that, that a lot. Um, Taylor Pester says, I would love a flashbook. No, oh, we did that already. Sorry. Um, Cyberpunk says, tuning in a bit late, so I have nothing to contribute beyond some love. But that's okay, Cyberpunk. Don't worry about it. You guys have been immensely helpful keeping me sane this past couple of months. Well, I, hopefully we've been providing Aww. that for you and, and many like you. Uh, because we have not stopped doing any of this. So... Uh, hopefully, mm. you know, we've made your quarantine a little bit more bearable. Um, and thank stop you very won't much. stop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ryan Craig, on the nose, but I'd read a Zadarsky Nightwing. I would as well, but I've got, but I already and... have plans for Zadarsky. There you uh, go. <laughs> um, Al Sidra, or AI Sidra, says, I would love to see more books like Gotham Central. So would I. I didn't create mm. one. Joel, anything like Daily Planet, Gotham Central? I didn't, but yeah, I mean, come on, just bring back Gotham. So you have Greg Rucka working at the company, and he's not doing much. He's punching well below his weight class right now. Just let him do another Gotham. Call it Gotham Central 2020 for all I care. Just like, Seriously. look, it's a new one. N new cops, new direction. I know cops aren't exactly popular as heroes right now, but the Gotham Central were complicated individuals anyway, and you could do that in Gotham, and Rucka's smart enough to be like, look, that's what I thought then, this is what I think now. Yeah, I would love to see that. Uh, TB, I would put Bendis on Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes, or, or Sideways, or both of them together as Black and Blue. Love your ideas. Ah, that's fun. Keep, uh, give King Plastic Man. Uh, no, I do have plans for King, but I don't have any Plastic Man plans. Um, uh, should I say my Bendis one now? Because uh, yeah, we could do our Bendis. Because. Yeah, because we because I also I'm like I'm spending too much on Bendis anyway. I got to put Bendis on something. What do you got? What's your Bendis book? You know, even though I think uh, Taylor's Suicide Squad is the best team book going right now, when he's done, put Bendis on it because Bendis is really good at killing characters and he <laughs> likes it a lot. And he likes smoky boardrooms and political corruption and everything like that. Let's get Murdoch Papers era Bendis to write a Suicide Squad book. And he can it, basically like if Leviathan was a Suicide Squad story, it might have been less stupid. Right. No, I agree. Bendis also loves sociopathic like monsters who are your main characters. Uh, I would love late. to see that. Who would draw your Bendis uh, Suicide Squad? Didn't get that far because this was outside my 12. But gotcha. uh, yeah, who, who would a good choice uh, be for that one? I mean, I mean, shit, just do another Daredevil uh, repairing. Yeah, why not? Why not? 
Um, yeah, Maleev would be cool on a uh, on a Suicide Squad. It would look cool. It would look, it would be darker. Um, yeah. yeah, a good dead shot in him. I'm sure. Oh, totally. Um, anybody who's working, you know, I mean, like, I'll, I'll throw a bone to my buddy Victor Bogdanovic. He'd be great. <laughs> oh, I, I'd like that a lot, actually. I'm sure he would find some interesting angles and curves to the characters exactly. that we haven't really seen before. I have Victor on another book, but I will, but I'll, I'll spare him for your, for your Bendis book. If you, if only one of our ideas has to come out, you can, you can have Victor for that. Did, did I put Ken Lashley on anything? No, I didn't. We can put Ken Lashley on that one. I like Lashley. Oh, Lashley, yeah, yeah. let's throw some work his way. Agreed, agreed. Um, a guy very dark, very thick pencils, very like creepy and foreboding, which would work for a Ben to Suicide Squad. Book. Totally. Uh, Jamie Wide says, uh, finally able to continue supporting the channel again. Maybe have Greg Capullo on a monthly Swamp Thing comic. He'd be great. Uh, I feel like Capullo's days of drawing Spawn esque books are behind him. Really? Yeah. I, I having looked at Death Metal number one, I'm kind of like I I love Capullo. And I've I loved his his run on Spawn. I loved his run on Batman. I feel like he like looking at Last Night on Earth. I was like, you're doing some really amazing stuff. Yeah. But he needs to like really care, and he needs a lot of time to really infuse. Otherwise, it kind of gets a little sloppy. And I, I I would rather see him do something he loves and only play to his strengths i don't know if, i don't i don't know if it's as if he's like all of death metal looks the same to me it doesn't like there's nothing that really stands out and i'm kind of like capullo deserves a book that spotlights his talents now swamp thing could be the way to do that um mm. so so i'm i'm i'd be willing to give him an arc yeah, to yeah. see where that goes it would also be the best selling arc probably <laughs> I'm sure it would be, yeah. Superstar have, artist, Greg Capullo. Yeah, I do not have Swamp Thing in my titles, but I did, because I canceled Superman and Batman, I was able to add new titles to the books. Oh, um, well, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, um, that would be, that's a good, that's a good call. Uh, Zoinks says, uh, love the show. I've been sticking to the X-Men books recently because the DC stuff's been a little too convoluted for me at the moment. That's hilarious to say. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I'm going then- with the... Hickman X-Men series because DC's too convoluted. I am not making fun of you. I think that's hilarious because it's like, yeah, uh, like at least you can keep it straight with (laughs) X-Men. At least I know when X-Men is happening. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, But good. Thank you very much. Stuart Flowers, I just started reading comics again and with DC's Metal and Marvel's Empire coming out, which do you think would be a better one to start with? Um... Oh, that's a rough one, actually, because both are super huge fan fest continuity wank fests. Yeah, I I think Empire will be more steeped in continuity, whereas Metal will be more like referencing it. You know, like I think uh... I think Snyder only wants to tell his story. So maybe Empire, because Marvel's very new reader friendly, and Snyder is dovetailing from his entire Justice League run into Death Metal. Oh. So I would say Empire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With with Empire, if you really want to get caught up, they came out with a special issue that literally recapped the entire events of the Kree Scroll War and every other time it's come up in continuity. So there you go. That's true. Uh, Paul Baker, Kelly Sue is getting a story in Detective 1027, so I can't wait to see how oh. she writes the Batman mythos. Uh, everyone oh, on YouTube. See, I, did, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, me either. 
Everyone on YouTube seems to hate her, but I'm loving her very different ground to take on Aquaman. Um, I don't know if it's everyone, because everyone on YouTube is Benny and Rob and Joel and me and Scott and Ver and, and Eris and you know, and then it and then it gets, you know, like you know the loud it, people. And then it gets to something else. And so no. <laughs> Uh, Dan Dragon, my pitch for the most popular heroes like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, etc., to have only three books. Like, mm. do you mean per character or just in general? I would assume just three books and they're done. <laughs> three books and they're done. Uh, okay, I gotta. You gotta make money though, man. Uh, Tevia says there be a damn good three issue arc. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's a here's an idea from Tevia. What do you think about Jonathan Kent Superboy being de-aged by Tomasi? It's never gonna happen. And yes, Dex, it's live. Oh, I mean, um, Dan Dragon, an example would be Batman. He would have only three books. Okay. Like, again, I don't know what you mean, though. Like, three books and then it's over? Or it'd be like Batman, Batman Detective, and Shadow. Like, yeah. Batman you know I mean? and Robin, which I actually have a pitch for. Oh! Uh, Dan Back saying, one focusing on Batman, one focusing on Batman and Gotham as a whole, and one that would allow writers to tell whatever story they want, regardless of continuity. Oh, okay. Ah, that's good. That makes sense. I can dig uh, it. Taylor says, speaking of Daily Planet, that's another Rucka pitch that I have. He wrote a very journalism-heavy run on Adventures of Superman back in the 2000s. And uh, what is he? He's writing the lowest book right now, too, isn't he? So... Yep, which, is, which would make sense to be a continuation of that. Uh, Paul oh. Convery says, hey, Sal and Joel, hope you're keeping well. We are. Thank you very much, Paul. Uh, thanks for all the great content over the years. Recently watched the Deceased Back Issues, which has got me back into comics bandwagon. Nice! Yeah. You are ready. One. Be ready to pick up Dead Earth. That's yeah. coming. Uh, or, or Hope at Earth's End, which is going on right now digitally. The third issue came out today. Did it really? Oh, shit. I gotta go buy it. It did. Uh, Little Goten. It's a... Yeah? Say it's all about Wally. Oh! That's funny. Uh, Little Goten says Tomasi on Teen Titans and Tom Taylor on Superman. Again, that would sell. Bad pitches. <clears throat> um, moving on. So we got Batman and Superman out right. of the way. Yes, we do. So from there, we got to go to the other part of the Trinity. We got to do Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman is such a freaking hard nut to crack because it feels like they've thrown everything creatively they can at her, but the book never becomes the big deal that they want it to be no matter what they do. They've done horror. They've gone back and, you know, to sandals and swords uh, type Greek adventures. They've done, I don't even know what they're doing right now in the book, and I just, I just can't. I know even if I get invested in it, nothing that happens in Wonder Woman matters or affects the greater universe, and that's such a fucking buzzkill. Same for The Flash. The Flash is in that same boat as well. Yep, I agree. But, uh, for my creative team, I was hoping here, you know, get a writer who, honestly, it's shocking she hasn't written the character before. She she wrote it in bombshells, but they never gave her the main book, and they probably should have, and that's Marguerite Bennett. Yes, Marguerite Bennett is a great choice for Wonder Woman. And she can do horror, she can do superhero, she can do, you know, joy and everything. And I, w w one thing that I think I would want this book to kind of be inspired by is that, you know, when I ask people, oh, what was your favorite Wonder Woman moment this year? They never say anything that's happening in the main Wonder Woman book. They all talk about Justice League Dark, though. So let us have this Wonder Woman book be a continuation of Justice League Dark, basically. Not a bad idea, because it is a really solid title. And uh, Wonder oh. Woman is really breaking out into her own through that team book that she's 
It's great too because she gets to be the leader. She gets to be, you know, the central focal point. You know, she gets to have stuff uh, with the Hecate and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that's good. Continue to do more stuff like that. In fact, basically, why not make Wonder Woman uh, into like the Indiana Jones of the DC universe where she's raiding tombs and finding evil artifacts and <laughs> everything and, and fighting gods and monsters from other pantheons. I love that idea. I love Wonder Woman as a Tomb Raider character. That's super fun. Anybody drawing it, or you, or is it just because that that idea is good on its own? I don't, I don't care who draws it. Uh, yeah, Ryan Benjamin, who is another guy who has come out thanks to all of these digital ones and everything. Uh, he writes a little too, and uh, I think he would be a really solid pitch for this. His art is very interesting and very distinctive, and I think he would help kind of the uh, the horror tint all of this. I agree. I'll pull up uh, an image of Wonder Woman by Ryan Benjamin. On this sketch cover. Yes. <laughs> Again, he does a lot of that. Just yeah. just a real hard working hungry artist. Yeah. I think would be really solid for this. And it helps the whole youth initiative thing that I'm trying to run with. Yes, yes. Do you have a name for this initiative? Is it it's not DC Youth, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they would call it and that'd be a really bad idea i'm trying to think of something better than that what's something that communicates we're young we're fresh we're hip D uh, dc swag <laughs> dc lit yes dc Everyone, lit. there you go get lit with dc later this year <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh dc fleek oh dc's on fleek now guys. that's great because nobody says that anymore <laughs> It's perfect. We're hip and new with a slang term no one uses anymore. Completely. I love that. Love it. I love that. Um, my Wonder Woman book is... Uh, it's, it's, it's Kieran Gillen writing it because of Solid. his work on uh, everything. Uh, his mythology plus his, like, understanding of character and his approach of, like, everything would be friggin awesome um I, I would love to see a kieran gillen wonder woman book um, as far as the artist is concerned because again it's a it's a once a month type of title i would like jamal campbell to draw wonder woman please um, uh, well where do i know them from uh, jamal campbell did uh, naomi and far sector Ooh, that's, good. that's pretty good that's some good stuff yeah this is campbell's uh, scarlet witch it's just like it's so cool looking it's so awesome like I I don't know. I think a Wonder Woman book needs to always have like a triple A artist on the title at all times. I would love to see Jamal Campbell's work on Wonder Woman. Um, yeah, I just want to see that. So that'd be cool. Are there any Greek artists working in comics right now? Because I feel like getting the premier Greek superhero drawn by a Greek person would be interesting. Right? Somebody mentioned DC Yeet. I love that. <laughs> Yes, please. Oh, put that on a shirt, please. DC Yeet. <laughs> DC Yeet. That'll, you can go to the big uh, fan dome event and pitch it there. Love it. Love it to death. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, both. I, I love your pitch. Um, I'm so on board. All right, let me jump into the super chats here. Um, Jack Ingram says, more female creators in Gotham. The main title has never had a female writer. Devin Grayson's Nightwing and Gotham Knights are criminally underrated. Also, Becky Cloonan is the only female artist to draw the main book. I agree. I would love to see that. Um, like Cloonan write, honestly. That was another pitch I had early on. I'm like, let her write it and draw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Uh, make Gotham Academy, but like in, but more, you know, just bigger. 
And you know those characters would come back. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine with me. Um, uh, Yaheen Alam says, uh, Super Kids by Tom Taylor and Jorge Jimenez on art. I forgot about Jorge Jimenez, and he's so great. Um, Super Kids. I like that. Super Kids. It's like Super Sons, but, like, not. Um, It's more of them. Yeah, but just more. Yeah, more! Oh, I like that. Uh, 94 Evangelion, DC reboot idea, Harry, Bal, Harry and Bal. Barry, Hal, (laughs) Oliver, Bruce, Clark, and Diana are retired or dead, and the legacy characters are in the spotlight, like Wally, Dick, and Donna. Um, That is essentially what 5G was going to be, but... I was going to say. (laughs) Yeah. um, I I think that the closest thing you're going to get is this deceased book. Um, I love that idea because, like, my, my my I'm sorry. I'm just my mind is going crazy because like it would be really smart to make a title that is just that, like an ongoing mm-hmm. series, like Earth Two, yeah, but it's yeah. but it's just but it's just like Earth Infinity or whatever, and it's just like the unit. It's like fifty two only monthly, and it's just the universe of DC going in one direction, like X Men Forever. You know where it's like, what if they did age? And see these legacy characters actually take over their their mentors. I would love that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, all right. So we did Wonder Woman. I think both of us have award-winning series on our hands. What else you got? Great. Uh, well, from there, we got to go to the other pillar of DC Comics. And yes, she is the, another pillar of DC Comics now. That's Harley Quinn. Yep. Had a book since the new 52 it's been very high selling she's coming off the success of an amazing television show so it would be wrong not to try and capitalize on this and for her i would like mark russell to write it mark russell Ooh. has been you know he's been circling a lot of the bigger dc books right now i think he's been pigeonholed as the comedy guy or the political commentary guy but he's very good and why not put a funny writer on a funny character agreed yes Yes, that's a good idea. I did the same thing where I was like, it needs to be somebody who like has wit and and fun, but understands character and can, and can do it properly. Uh, who's drawing it? Question. Well, uh, I would say Guri Hero would do oh. that one because that would be that would be a really pretty Harley book that would attract all the people on the shelves. And I mean, if a lot of people are going to be buying it anyway, just for aesthetic reasons, then it might as well look as good as it can possibly look, right? I completely agree with you. Uh, his well, their Gwenpool book is incredible. Um, their work it's on the inspiration, yeah, and everything. Like ev- uh, their Superman smashes the clan. Like it's just Guri Hero is. They are amazing, and I would love to see them on. And uh, you know, it would be a sin to not put them on something. Um, here's definitely Guri. and. Uh, th- I was going to say, the, the big hurdle, though, with the Harley Quinn book is that even though the Harley Quinn solo series has been really popular and has sold pretty well, it's technically not in continuity. It is, what, but it isn't. Like, when they want to reference something, they will, but overall, they don't. Yeah. For a comedy standpoint, that's helped, because, like, Harley can just, like, totally make fun of you're the villain or just make fun of things that's going on, and it doesn't feel like a slap in the face. I would say for a year let Mark Russell do the incontinuity Harley book. And I'd be like, okay, maybe make it about her grappling with celebrity. Maybe have her be like, wow, I'm more popular than I've ever been before. All these super teams keep inviting me to join and be a regular <laughs> member now because yeah. they really need it. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that idea of Harley kind of like tackling her celebrity and being like, I'm not a role model, but I am now. What does that mean? 
Absolutely. And I think Russell would be really good with that because we saw him tackle similar stuff in Prez. Uh, yeah. I would also say, too, don't be afraid just to steal good ideas from the TV show. Have King Shark be in there, and he's just Ron Funches now. It's fine. No one cares about King Shark enough to care that you changed him overnight. Literally, every time I see King Shark in anything, and it's not the Ron Funches Harley Quinn cartoon version, I'm disappointed. Get out of here with that. I'm just like, it needs to be... You've, you stop drilling, you hit oil. That's King Shark now. Perfect. In every way. <laughs> uh, my pick for Harley Quinn was Kelly Thompson. Snipe Kelly Thompson and get her on Harley Quinn. Uh, also um, a good choice. I would like for it to be a fun-looking title that also manages to do character. Uh, this, char this artist has been blowing up Twitter lately with their DC versus Marvel fights. Uh, I love their work, um, and I, I think they do a really good job with Harley. This is Stephen Byrne. Uh, yeah, that would be a good uh, publicity thing to like, hey, you know, those covers you like on Twitter. Well, we got them. Exactly. But Stephen Byrne is uh, does some really fun action. I've seen their sequentials. It's really good stuff. Uh, and I think that you could get some like really fun character work out of him, uh, especially with somebody like Kelly Thompson uh, on, on writing. They're doing Deadpool at the moment right now, aren't they? Kelly Thompson's doing Deadpool with Bachelo and somebody else who did it, the most recent issue, and they did a great job, whoever it was. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on their name. I have not read issue one of that dead, uh, Deadpool book, even though I said I would, because I know I'm still I'm still very much hung up on the near decade that Duggan wrote. Right. No, it's, it's really, it's genuinely good. Uh, Tiffany's reading it. She loves it. Well, that's a ringing endorsement then right? I'll have to check that out. Uh, James Robbins says, what would you do to enforce a sense of connectivity and continuity amongst the writers? Also, where would the sidekicks go? Sidekicks mm. have a team. We all know what it's called. Uh, it's got two names. Yeah. Three <laughs> names. And I, and I do have a, again, like I said, I have a Batman and Robin pitch as well. And again, while I'm talking about Mark Russell, if I couldn't get my Harley book off the ground, Mark Russell just do Green Arrow because again, <laughs> political commentary, superhero. It's in literally everything else he does. It's a no-brainer. It's a slam dunk. Ollie doesn't have a book right now, so why not have it come back and be something completely different? Where it's like, okay, here's Green Arrow, but it's like a weird wink and nudge comedy now. Right, right, right. I think that'd be fine. Um, <laughs> as far as connectivity and continuity, you just need strong editors, and I think you need to add a job that is at the editorial level called continuity director, whose job it is to just go, uh, you know, just to make notes, like you got to change this or like this could be changed or like it takes this, this book takes place at this point. And just little, little, like little footnotes that, uh, that tell you when it takes place and, and why things are happening a certain way, just to appease the, the comic book reading fan. Um, I don't think the book needs to be loaded with footnotes. It's more just like when you're editing the book to add these footnotes and be like, these are things that can be changed. These are things that must be changed. I like that a lot. I, I nominate you and I of the Elseworlds <laughs> Exchange to be, to be the new continuity czars. We will wear crowns and everything. I'm, 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 I, I reluctantly accept. <laughs> get a whole ceremony and everything where you get knighted by Jim Lee, continuity czar. Right? Uh, Robert uh, Kozub says, I'd love to see a quarterly comic. Uh, I'd love to see quarterly comics to give hungry writers and artists a chance to play with the extra lanterns and flashes, etc. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's such a good idea. I wish I'd had it. Um, the idea of having like a, I, I had this thought and I'm going to incorporate, I'm going to bring it up uh, later, but like 
there's something like that that I have in in the hopper. Uh, they used to do it more. Like I know Batman has that secret files and whatever, which shocked me when issue three came out. I'm like, this is still a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Marvel had it. It was called What If. Uh, you got the Secret Origins book from back in the day. That was a good one. But yeah, yeah, you need something like that to like showcase these artists and writers because otherwise they're just gonna make their own books and then build their own celebrity and then you'll never be able to marginalize them and and, and <laughs> give them way lower rates than they deserve. Um, <clears throat> Tamiwa Tolongu, Tolo Toluongungkoya says hello from the UK via Nigeria. Team for Static Shock. I didn't, I wanted to have a whole milestone initiative, but because I don't know the future of it, we want it to be at least somewhat realistic. And the realistic factor is if you, if you announce your milestone plan, it will be ruined and thrown away before it reaches the light of day. Cursed. I mean, off the top of my head, David F. Walker, because, you know, he knows a lot of those old Milestone guys, his friends with him, genuinely uh, told me that he wanted to use Milestone characters before DC shut him down. So, yeah. oh, oh, he wants to do it. Let him do it then. Yeah, no, David F. Walker, absolutely. Bring in Dennis Cowan to work on it again. Um, it's you a know. bit of continuity creatively. Uh, completely. Chris Priest, obviously, you need him to come in. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. He was going to be editor-in-chief of Milestone when it started. Um, yeah, that would be really nice. Be like, hey, and he's here too. Yeah! Uh, but yeah, so that that's that's the... I don't have a team, but these would be people that would obviously... I mean, like, I would rather go with young, new, hot creator or, or up-and-coming creators to work on the Milestone line just uh, to yeah. kind of, like, infuse current, like, creativity Ideas into it. Stuff, yeah. But I'd like the idea of Elder Statesman coming in. Uh, Nilfinity Gaming, uh, Thawn Fs up the Speed Force and it starts to kill all the speedsters like cancer. But then again, it might work better out of continuity. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that in continuity because I don't like redundancies. Mm -hmm. But uh, I know you do. With (laughs) that, but that'll make you laugh when you come to my 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 flashbook. So yeah, Um, Robert Core, did you get do you get Joe Hill to do a horror hero? Um, I guess. I would love to see uh, Joe Hill do an Etrigan book. Mm, Joe Hill's Animal Man. Yeah, Joe Hill's Animal Man would be be great. Uh, Swamp Thing I'd think he'd be good at. Um, But I I just let Joe Hill keep pushing Hill House comics. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't distract it. That seems to work. James Robbins. Joel, do you have a Secret Six book? No, I don't. I thought that was a little too obvious for me. I mean, the obvious answer is if you do a Secret Six book need gail simone to write it because that's her baby that's her brainchild and she's done it multiple times through every cancellation right um and sal do you have a tim drake pitch i do uh love you guys so much and thank you for doing these thank you james uh i don't have it for this like i didn't come up with something because i don't have a creative team but tim drake should be oracle Mm, interesting. he doesn't need to be paralyzed but if you want to do that like i don't think that the prerequisite for being in a chair to work on computers is that you are bound to it physically uh but i i think that tim drake should become oracle you bring back the general to be his arch nemesis i like it fine by me uh dan dragon i'd love to give her back her original origin i never liked her new 52 origin i feel like they didn't try when they changed it but her old origin felt like a like a story from actual Greek mythology. I assume he's talking about yes. Wonder Woman. That's um, also agree. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Um, Tamiwa says, you got my name right at the end. Well done, Stel. Thank you. Uh, hey. I'm not going to try again. 
Uh, <laughs> Taylor Pester, keep the season format for Green Lantern and just give other writers the opportunity to go nuts. Uh, like Lemire, also switch out the focus to other lanterns. Not a bad idea. It's actually a pretty solid idea. Treat it like television. Yeah. Uh, so we got Harley Quinn. Um, what do you got next? Obviously, after that, we need uh, the other pillar of DC Comics. We need the Justice League. There always needs to be a Justice League. And I'm having a pitch here that I'm shocked has not just happened before. And that is, hey, how oh, this guy has been really good at writing alternate DC universes all over the place, from Injustice to Deceased to Earth 2 and everything. Let's give it to Tom Taylor. Yep. Just be like, look, you did you did really good writing these out of continuity. How would you like to write one in continuity? And for artists, just get the guy from DC. Just get Trevor Harrison in there and be like, <laughs> okay, you're the team now. Go. Yeah, yeah. I also picked Tom Taylor. That's hilarious. Um, hey, 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 great mind. I, I love the 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 Trevor Harrison idea. They they did such a good job with Deceased. Um, I think if it was mm. a monthly book, they'd do a great job with it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw up Trevor's work because I want you to see what you'd be in for if you did get Joel's uh, deceased incontinuity series. Uh, it would look great. It's familiar. It's familiar and yet unique at the same time. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. No, completely. Um, my book is Justice League. Um, I'm changing it. It's, I would call it, it's, it's, a very, it's a very subtle change, almost arbitrarily so. But um, but it's something to di to differentiate it from everything. I'm calling it the right. Justice League. Oh, okay. Ever the Hollywood does it? Why not? But the Justice sure League do. is a, a, a and the reason for the title change is because I would like it to feel different from what we've done before to give you a a, a, a kind of like literal change in the title to make you realize it's going to be a little different. The mm. Justice League from Tom Taylor and Dan Mora. Um, Dan Mora has already done some cover work for Justice League and, in fact, mm. drew right. that Batman Joker story in the Joker 80th anniversary. Dan Mora also did Once in Future. Uh, this is Dan Mora's work. DC has already figured out that Dan Mora is a great idea. So yeah. Tom Taylor and Dan Mora on The Justice League. It's just, just something it. that would sell. I, you know... And as far as the team goes, we'll figure that out later. But for now, it's just it's be the Trinity plus like plus more. Yeah, that that's my idea too. Where it's like you know, obviously for this for this DC Yeet initiative here, obviously that should reflect on the Justice League too. Who's young, hip, new, and different? But obviously, you gotta keep the Trinity in there too. Should it be like, oh, we're training the next generation of heroes? Maybe maybe Starfire finally gets fucking promoted to the Justice League because she's the oldest person and she can't be a Teen Titan anymore, and she's too powerful. Maybe she should be on the team. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Also, there needs to be more women on the Justice League. Agreed. Starfire's on the team. End of story. That's 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 a that's a given. I mean, we're already done with that. We're gonna, that's you not know, a conversation. It should be it should be like a shadowing book, is what it is. Where it's like, okay, Starfire, you shadow Wonder Woman this week and learn what it means to be a team member and everything, and then you you can like take that spot event. You know, we're trying to build like a new Trinity and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. I'm. I, I just want her to be part of the team. Like, I don't want to change it up too much. I don't want to replace anybody. I don't want to secretly put, put everyone from the Titans on the Justice League. You know what I mean? I just, I think that it, like, if you're going to, if you're going to arbitrarily put Cyborg on the Justice League, why not actually put Starfire on since she makes sense to be on the team by now? Yeah, and has more than earned it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's good stuff. 
Um, 94 Evangelion says, uh, make the every story in Wonder Woman canon like the pre-Crisis Golden Age and 70s Depowered Era, post-Crisis New 52, Rebirth Era Crisis on Wonder Woman Earths. It felt like they were almost about to do that in the last Rucker run. Then they got cold feet at the last minute before the movie. I bet you $100 the fact that the movie changed her origin is why they're like, oh, Greg, this is great, but you can't, you can't go through with what you wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to Hawkman up Wonder Woman. Yeah. Robot chicken sketches or Batman's parents didn't really, uh, didn't really did, but instead faked their deaths so they could live in Gotham. Fair I, enough, mean, we, I, I mean, I think we tackled some of those in the Let's Ruin DC Comics episode. <laughs> we sure did. Lucha Dandy, any lower rank DC characters, uh, Less popular the heroes you guys want to give a push for. Thanks. Spread the love, yo. Um, we put Starfire on the Justice League. I've got another book. We'll get there. Um, but I don't have any, like, I didn't have any, like, initiative where I'm like, Animal Man! Or, like, you know, Ambush Bug! Um, like, Ron's Tiger. Yeah. No, I don't have any of those yet. We, we just wanted to give, like, this is where, the conceit of this ultimately is, like, after Death Metal... They're relaunching all the titles with these creative teams. Anyway, so, this is, yeah. This is what they would be selling. So, go ahead. Um, who else we got next? Uh, all right. After that, we got Flash. And, again, another hard nut to crack like Wonder Woman because I feel like you can throw whatever you want at Flash, but it doesn't really matter because they'll ruin it in other books and they're not going to care what you do. Yep. Even if you're Joshua Williamson and you're the only creator from DC Rebirth who actually stuck around for 100 issues and is going to make their uh, – like ultimate thing there real shame but uh, for this i figure you know what let's have a flash book that maybe is a little less heavy is a little bit more you know approachable and everything and for that uh, i thought hey let's put tim seeley on the book i like oh. seeley he's not writing for anyone at the moment he's got a lot of indie stuff in the hopper and i think he's like creative editor for heavy metal magazine now mm -hmm. i think you're right like he might actually have a little bit more pull to do what he wants to do and maybe make Flash a little bit more relevant to be like, no, 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 this is going to cross over with other stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just a fun dude. Uh, you know, he can write, you know, interesting family dynamics. And on art, I would like to see Phil Noto draw the Flash. Oh, I love Phil Noto. I would love to see that. Uh, I'm going to pull up some Phil Noto art right now. I mean, they got him on all those Star Wars books right now, don't they? Right? Yeah. Or, or, or they did. I don't think he's, like, officially locked down, so I think, like, uh, he could come over. Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen Phil Noto on anything. Oh, no, Phil Noto did. He was on uh, New Mutants, I think. And he, and he was on Daredevil before the new Zadarsky run started. He did yes. that resurrection of daredevil mini and i think he did a black widow book too yeah he did a black widow book with uh yeah that was a good one so he's been working mostly at marvel but again they're like hey we want you to do one of the premier heroes come right flash exactly i would love to see phil noto on flash it's such a good idea oh the man can draw people in red suits so yeah what can i say um who who which flash are you using I mean, you know, I, I feel like I could get like some really cheap pops with the fan base and be like, Barry's <laughs> going to take a break and it's going to be Wally, everyone, because why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's, let's, let's concoct a reason like, oh, Barry, Barry gets some food poisoning and he can't do it or he just really needs a vacation. So he gets a, he gets Wally to do it. 
<laughs> actually, hey, you know what? Uh, let's recycle an idea from our ruined DC Universe book that could actually work here. Uh, Barry thinks he got the murder of his uh, mother wrong, and so he needs to devote himself fully to being a detective and re-examining this crime from the ground up. So he's like, hey, I can't be Flash in this time so hey wally do you want to like just be flash now here's the costume and everything i love it <laughs> that's great like he'll be there and he'll have b plots and everything mm -hmm. oh totally i guess they couldn't make him chief of police right i don't think that's the track i don't think you go from csi guy to chief of police i don't think that's I don't how that think works that's how that works but like who cares you know like Kingpin is the mayor of New York in, in Marvel. Yeah. Stephen Colbert was actually a presidential candidate. Like, you could do anything. Sure was. Maybe he becomes head of his department and that's new responsibility or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. He's working and then he gets the call, like, and he goes to it and they're like, you're promoted. <laughs> and he's like, what? No, no, I don't want that. They're like, don't be an idiot. Not that, like, and don't be an idiot, like this is a this is too good an opportunity, but like we're not gonna take no for an answer. Like you are promoted, and he's like, shit, and he and he realizes he doesn't have enough time. You know, like hey. I, I can't be Flash and in charge of. I have too much responsibility. And the fastest man in the world can't be everywhere at once. There you go, because you gotta have that nice. one in every Flash book. And then, too, you could have, like, the whole measuring of the justice thing. Like, you know, is the good work I do as the Flash equal to the similarly good work I do being a CSI investigator? And, you know, what's what's the line I draw there, if any? Especially when I don't have to do it, because I got, like, three or four guys waiting in the wing who would happily do the superhero thing. Totally. Um, I love that. I would read that book. I would start reading that book. Are you kidding me? Um, my Flash is I'm canceling Flash. <laughs> all right and it's gonna be replaced by a book called flash family Ooh, all right i dig it it stars all of them and idea. each arc focuses on a different flash per arc um and i mean all of them like jesse quick and max mercury and jay garrick both wallies barry because because here's the thing i don't i don't like redundancies i don't give a shit about flash but i know who does flash fans and yeah. if there's one thing that i know about flash fans is that they love their flash and mm -hmm. they love their family like they love the fact that they're yeah. part of a legacy so in, lean entirely into it it's called flash family they are always in it. Maybe like, and maybe sometimes Wally will have like a solo adventure and that'll be his arc. But for the most part, it's going to be that like oh. he leans, like his justice league is his family. And you're just going to, it's going to be like it. a justice league book, but with flashes and it's just nonstop flashes impulse as well. Everybody, every flash it's and like screw it. The flash museum is now their headquarters. Oh, nice. Man, I bet that book would be met with rapturous applause by Flash fans who have to be some of the most hard-done-by fans in all of DC Comics. DC's basically had you over a pork barrel for the better part of a decade now. Exactly. So it's just nonstop Flash, nonstop running. For this book, I didn't, like, I was like, I don't know. Uh, so I, since I didn't care, I was like, I'm going to go with Aletha Martinez. She's just a, like, really Ooh. cool artist and somebody who you don't get a lot of play. And it's, so it's like, hey, let's take an opportunity to just, like, focus on an artist who doesn't get a lot of work. And, like, just, just yeah. draws fun, youthful, cool-looking stuff. So it's like, here, like, knock yourself out. Draw all the flashes awesome. all the time. It also has to, like... That's awesome. Thank you. Good. 
say that's awesome and i could totally see where we'll ultimately build to now introducing the zoom family to fight them that's just eobard thawne from other points in time when he fathered children and you know here's old thawne and here's everything else yeah 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 so it's just it's just a book that has a kinetic feel youthful energy plus like you get the classic old school fans because sometimes there's going to be a max mercury arc or a jay garrick arc or a barry or wally arc and sometimes there's going to be like wally's kids are going to have an arc or impulse will have an arc like all the flashes all the time hell we're going to mix and match them bart's going to go on an adventure with wally's kids you know max is going to go on an adventure with barry i don't think they really ever cross over too much really so it's gonna be nonstop flashes, and just and just make a book that's just crammed with flash. Please. Sounds like a winner. You could even go a step further and be like, "I'm inventing a new speedster for this." We haven't had a new speedster in a yeah. bed. Oh, I forgot. Did I say who write it? Who writes it? It's Peter Tomasi. Oh shit, that's good. Um, I think that's Peter, good. I, yeah. Yeah. To yeah. put all that loving family energy he still had left over from Superman. That's the thing is that you know. Tomasi's not done telling, talking about kids and families and stuff like that. So, you know, just give it to Tomasi. Uh, if you if you gotta take it away from Williamson, so. I'm dunk. And I mean, Williamson is gonna be done under his own power anyway. By the time all of this is said and done, yeah, I think he said he's leaving. He's leaving the book, so it's, you know. That's the end of that. I think he's going to get his 100 issues, basically. Well, 100 issues, depending on whether or not Death Metal uh, restarts everything before he can reach 100 issues. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. So, there you have it. Uh, Flash. Dude, All right, moving on. I'm dunk. Who you got next? Okay, so from there, uh, I have Green Lantern, which I have very few dogs in the Green Lantern fight. Uh, I really enjoyed the Jeff Johns era, and then after that, it just became too much. I liked Green Lanterns because it was a buddy cop thing and I didn't need to know anything to read it. Even now with Morrison, I'm like, this This is a lot. This feels like work. I'm sure it's very good, but my brain can't take it all. So for this one, I had a clever idea, yeah. and clever by which, of course, I mean lazy, and that is, hey, <laughs> hey, Williamson, hey, Sajak, you're, you're done with Flash, right? Just going to move you on over to Green Lantern. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that sells. You give us another hundred issues. Thanks. Yeah. 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 That's smart. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's open and shut. Hey, you're a good team. That was the only like surviving one from DC or Ebert. Go to Green Lantern now. Yeah. Right. It'll look nice. I'm sure Williamson has some cosmic ideas. Yeah. And I want it. You want to give Williamson some work. There's no way Williamson wouldn't like, swing for the fences and do his due diligence on that character or whatever characters you were going to focus on. Yeah, exactly. Cause green Lantern is in such a weird place now to where it's like you have Hal, but you also have far. Hmm. Whoop. <laughs> I lost Joel. Hang on. Jesus. All right. Let's call him back. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. I don't know what happened there.
Hello? Joel? Where'd you go? Weird. Alright, well. I don't know, folks. What are we gonna do about this? Hmm. Oh well. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, Joel's gone, and uh, I was pulling video from the Discord. I don't know what happened there, but uh, oh well. What are you gonna do? So we'll do what we can. Um, let's see here. Hey! Alright, so Joel's gone. <laughs> So what we're going to do is I'm going to read some Super Chats, and then I'll run down uh, my list, and then we'll see if I can get Joel back. Uh, but yeah, so sorry about that. I'm going to nix that out of the uh, rebroadcast, and we'll go from there. So let's jump into those Super Chats. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, Ryan Craig says, I might be in the minority here, but I would love to see a black Batman, but not Batwing. I think it'd be interesting, progressive, and, and pro-Black Lives Matter can be black label. Ryan, that, I mean, I think you're definitely hitting on the, um, the 5G plan, which was exactly that. It was going to be, like, we're making a black Batman, we're trying to get a lot of lies on it, that's why we picked, like, the 12 Years a Slave writer to write the Batman book, but it was going to be, um, it was going to be a, uh, a Batwing title, uh, unfortunately. Um, and, and I don't think that Batwing is too bad. I think it's more just like that Batwing was kind of like a left field choice. Like why not make your own Batman? Like why not just do Batman beyond? But you know, but he happens to be black. Like I think that'd be more interesting than picking like a character who had been like a like a side bat character, and then raising him up to be Batman. It just seems kind of like out of left field, and it seemed it seemed a little obvious, or not a little obvious, but a little like weird. Um, let's see where we are here. Kevin Myers, would you reset continuity in this scenario? I think that Joel and I definitely were both on the same page on this. Um, no, we were not going to reset continuity. Um, the idea here, I'm taking. By the way, I'm taking a look at the thing here. I'm seeing that Joel is not online. There is no getting Joel back. Um, I would not reset continuity. Um, I would more realign continuity. What I would do is I would play with it in terms of being like, okay, so we need legacy, we need character, we need continuity, and I don't want to render the last bit irrelevant. So what I would do is I just fold it all together. Like I would say it all happens, it all matters, and just kind of, like, move forward. It wouldn't be necessarily, like, a full-on crisis. It'd be more like after Death Metal, whatever the hell Snyder is doing with Death Metal. You just go to the next thing. And you just go, like, everything that you read still occurred. But we're trying to get a fresh start, so it's more like things are going to kind of, like, coalesce to where they were when you remember the character the most. Like, for me, it's going to be more like... Like, if you need, if you're jumping on Batman, it's going to be Gordon is Commissioner, Alfred's at the Batcave, Batman is Bruce Wayne, he's had a number of Robins, Jason Todd died and came back and he's Red Hood, that kind of thing. So just, just a way to kind of remind you that, of, of the universe that you remember, and not have you go like, I don't understand, like, when it all takes place. Like, if you liked what happened, it happened. 
So yeah, that's what I would do with that. So it kind of like yeah, kind of like DCU, but like more more of a um, you know, because DC doesn't want to have to address it anyway. Um, oh, what was that? Oh no, that wasn't Joel. I guess I need to restart my computer. <laughs> um, I'm just telling Joel to feel free. Um, yeah, I, 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 it would be more like, it would be, it, since DC doesn't like to kind of declare what is what, I wouldn't start now. And so I'd just be like, no, 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 no. Everything you enjoy still took place. And just leave it at that. Um, that's what I would do, Kevin. Uh, Kings Portkel, uh, my favorite real comic nerd, sending some love from Tennessee. Thank you, Kings. Uh, and uh, sorry, it's just me. Joel had to, uh, had to suddenly leave uh, because his internet crapped out. <laughs> uh, Nilfinity Gaming, Ted Kord takes over the tech of the DC Universe. I think it's a great idea. I love giving Ted Kord his due, and if you stick around, I will get to Ted Kord's pitch in a little while. Uh, Ninja Boy, three things. One, what would you do with the JSA, if anything? Two, what would you do with the Teen Titans? Three, what about a JLU-esque series with rotating rosters? Uh, I love all those ideas. I didn't do anything with... Uh, with JSA or with the JLU rotating roster thing. I did do something with Titans, um, but uh, JSA wouldn't change. Or rather, I would reestablish the JSA and just let it be. Like, if if somebody has a dynamite JSA pitch, go for it. You want to set it in the past? You want to set it in the present? Hell, you want to do a story that's like out of continuity, but maybe it is in continuity where they go to the future? Whatever you want to do, but knock yourself out. But I wouldn't do a, an, uh, I, no, I wouldn't risk an ongoing monthly JSA title. But what I would do is more just like JSA prestiges, where it's like when someone has a JSA book, you pitch my, you pitch your book, we'll make a JSA book because we know the audience is there, but we don't know if we can rely on that audience to buy it on a monthly basis. Um, with respect to the Teen Titans, you need a teen book. You need a young team book. You need that. Uh, when they launched Ju Young Justice, they, uh, that is to say, DC Editorial said, we need a grassroots book. We need a book that deliberately caters to preteens and teens and says, this is for you. And literally build a audience for the future of DC here and it doesn't matter if the book sells well or not because the book is going to end eventually and we're going to fold the team into the outsiders and the teen titans so but 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 make this book and make it for that audience and just have it available to them so that there's no excuse for them not to buy it um that's what you need at dc because look at where we are you have a ton of dc fans who love these characters that they have been marginalizing for the last 10 years and it's like in the face of the thing that they built in the first place. Uh, and I love the idea of a JLU-esque series with rotating rosters. I think that's a great idea. I have something like that, but um, I love the idea. Ryan Craig, adding on to the last chat, make Val Zod from Earth 2 Superman on part of the family. Again, uh, I would love for it to be in DC Maine, but can be Black Label. I think a Val Zod Superman idea is great. Here's... I, I don't know enough about Val Zod to actually get into my pitch later. So now, so I'll just wait. But... Valzad needs to be in this universe. End of story. Um, looks like we are on... Yeah, I, I, it was not the Discord server. It was, well, maybe Joel's. I don't know. I think his internet just crapped out. So let me just see what... Let me see where he is. Let me see if he's on. He is on. All right. Um, I'm going to now try to pull him back in, which means you're going to lose me because I need my camera over there. So let's switch back. Here we go. Um, and... Let's call him up. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. I think that was a 504 gateway. That was something weird. I've that never... is weird. All right. Joel, you're back. You're on the air. I live again. You live again. Like the gargoyles themselves. <laughs> um, let's see here. And into stone ever so briefly. <laughs> um, we, uh, we, didn't, we didn't skip any titles yet. Oh, excellent. That's good. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. I just need to uh, maybe refresh. I don't know. We were uh, we were kicking too much fat knowledge here. That's right. Yeah, on we the were, interwebs. Yeah, we were dropping too much. Um, Our see. creativity overwhelmed Discord. It wasn't having any of it. That's right. Um, Denton Films asked, "Where would you put Matt Fraction?" Um, we already know where Matt Fraction would go on your book. Oh, yeah, he's writing Batman in my run because, you know, they just wouldn't get a guy to do like, oh, I want to do this fun Jimmy Olsen book and not have, you know, aspirations for him to be like, but we'd really like you to write, you know, Batman or something. Exactly, exactly. No, no, no. So that's where Fraction would go. Nightwing would be killer. Uh, a killer get. Miss you, Dick. Joel is dead. Long live Joel. P.S. Keep up the great work. Joel's back. <laughs> so uh, so don't worry. I am. Um, let's see. here. Indeed, I live. <laughs> I, live I, die. I, I live, I die, I live again. That's right. That's right. Um, let me make you full screen. Thank you. Uh, let me see if I can get my camera going. Yeah. And... Of course we would have to do this when we only had like two left. I know, right? What the hell? Um, doesn't look like that's going to work, so I'm just going to go ahead and move this down. <laughs> oh, uh... Danan Graham says, any ideas for bringing in steel? Joel, any steel? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I had an idea, not for steel the guy, but steal his daughter, actually. Oh. I know she basically took up the mantle, and she's been steel the last little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Uh, I'll get to her. I, yeah, she is. I have, I have a place for her, actually. Oh, good, okay. Uh, let me turn so don't worry, I thought of steel. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't worry, I got her. <laughs> uh, let's see. If I can... Yeah, my camera's not coming back, so... Whatever you got, Joel. <clears throat> um, that's that's alright. Meow Nian also answers that question by saying, Stealing the Metal Men? That'd be fun. Not a bad pitch, actually. In fact, you could probably do a whole team that's just robots, cyborg and <laughs> robot man. Right? And the metal man all together. Yeah, that might be the only way you're going to get the metal men to friggin' sell. <laughs> uh, like the person who was the biggest advocate for metal men ain't there no more. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wrote it, didn't he? Did. Jesus. Um, Dan Cohen, what are your current favorite comic runs right now? Uh, Daredevil, I'm just going to say that. I don't have time to talk about the entire, like, run of books I'm, I'm reading. Daredevil and Suicide Squad are near the tops for me. Yeah. Um, and Lucha Dandy, so Joel, how did that Canadian crisis go? Uh, you know, we all were blinked out of existence and we all came back, but now my origin story's different. I'm still feeling aftershocks from it. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to pretend like everything's totally fine, but it's we're no. going to revisit it in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I, uh, my costume is now red and black for some reason. I don't know who I'm trying to please. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dex Baker says, I've been rallying for Starfire to join the Green Lantern Corps. 
she basically has all the powers anyway minus a ring <laughs> yeah that's true uh you just you're adding you know you're adding powers to already powers i i think put her on the justice league um she right, probably so, embarrassed them she's like i can fly too yeah right so you uh so you pitched your green lantern uh who was your artist on green lantern uh, just say, Jack, I would just take, because uh, they were already doing Flash, him and Williamson, and just say, all right, you're doing Lantern now. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Move the whole team. Nice. Convenience sake. Um, for me, I would put James Tyne IV on Green Lantern. Oh, interesting. Has he never written that before? I don't think so. But he's he like he gets, he gets team books, and he's really mm, good at it. Ever. So, like, why not do a book that lends itself to having multiple characters kind of, like, because he detective was basically the bat family book so there was let tynan do green lantern as a green lantern family book of it and because i don't care about green lantern and whatever uh i'm gonna use this as another spotlight uh artist challenge and so instead of that uh i'm going to go ahead and um introduce the artist uh known as uh rodrigo lorenzo whose work mm. I've seen very, very sparingly, uh, but they did a really cool, um, this is really cool, like, boxer chat. Like, they drew Wonder Woman as a boxer. Mm. And it I just, think I remember seeing that. Yeah, Tiffany uh, tweeted it a while back, and I just really liked the look. Um, and I think it's just really cool. It's just, it's gritty. They can get humans, but they also can draw, like, monsters and stuff, as evidenced by, and this is how I'm going to get told, uh, his, his uh, Green Ranger and Dragon Zord art. Yes, okay, yeah, boy, all right, you you win, you got me. It just looks cool. He can draw robots, they can draw uh, monsters, they can draw humans, they can draw technology, cloth, it all works, and it's just, it's something else, it's something different, something you haven't seen before. And that's exactly why you read Green Lantern, is to see shit you've never oh. seen before. I go full hard sci-fi with it. Exactly, but like, with James Tyne in the fourth, it's a little less off the wall than uh, Grant Mo than Grant Morrison's Green Lantern book. More approachable. A little bit more approachable. Um, so yeah, uh, what do you got? What's next? All right, so from there, we have Aquaman, the blonde-headed stepchild of the DC Universe. But hey, he's got a book, and Green Arrow doesn't, and a lot of other people <laughs> don't, so I guess there must be something to him. He's still got the movie connection, so I'm sure that'll be keeping him going for a little bit. And uh, for here, I was really at a loss, because again, I feel creatively they've thrown everything they possibly can at him. I thought this would be an interesting uh, position get a writer artist on it and just say just do whatever you want because it's aquaman and no one cares right. uh, francis manipal oh francis manipal that's a great idea i love francis oh, whatever Manipal's you want. art yeah go ahead he's not a bad writer either he did that trinity book that was really well done yeah yeah that's true um francis manipal also did a really cool um aquaman alternate cover that depicted it's the movie version but like it might be an idea about what you might be looking to see yeah, because they're probably going to want to keep him looking visually like the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but That would probably be a good compromise. Yeah, I love that idea. Francis Manipal, good call, good pick. Uh, my pick was, if you haven't, if you were a big fan of DC and the digital initiative, they did, like, uh, Joel, you, your picks came from the Superman digital book. My pick yes. for Aquaman, uh, I'm canceling Aquaman and I'm renumbering it. It's called Aquaman King of Atlantis. 
Uh, like it, like it a lot. Uh, I would like to put Tom King on this book. Ooh, all right. A darker, moodier take on Aquaman. I can dig it. I don't want to lose Tom King, and I don't care if he does 250 issues of this character. And like, But Aquaman right. lends himself to being traumatized and sad and whatever and like because oh. because aquaman is also a king i love the idea you know he's he's handled leaders and such in the past i would love to see tom king do aquaman king of atlantis and just pull in daniel samper Sam who drew the aquaman book for the digital series because it looked so dope it really does. It's hard to believe that went straight to digital. That's an excellent choice, too, because Aquaman is one of those characters where it's like, look, even if King doesn't get all the continuity right and he fucks up certain characters' voices, which he will, yep. it's, it's Aquaman, so no one's going to care. Right. Like, hardcore Aquaman fans will be pissed, but then you'll but you'll have replaced them with a gazillion new Aquaman fans. <laughs> And again, I, I'd be one of those Aquaman fans who'd be complaining, but don't listen to me. Right. It's just, but but I can't hear you over the fa over the sound of Aquaman jumping up to the top ten best-selling books, making a lot of money. And you could be like the many tragedies of Aquaman. He lost his son. He lost his hand. Right. Dude's lost a lot. He's lost a, you know, he's 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 had to go through like, yeah, he's had to go through his child dying. That's enough. <laughs> He's got um, hardcore mother issues because his mother abandoned him to be queen of the Atlantis. <laughs> right, right. Plus, you get to play with the whole, um, you, know, you get to play with his legacy and all the his, his, his messed up family and the people who would take um, his place and stuff like that. Again, like just and the art would look cool. So it's like even if you were like, no, nah, I don't want a cerebral Aquaman. I don't want to read an Aquaman that's sad. It looks cool and there's awesome fights. <laughs> so who cares? There you go. Um, so that's that's my pick for Aquaman. Solid, solid pick. Yeah, you got to put it. I I didn't have a king pitch, but I feel like I probably should have had a king pitch. That's a good one. Yeah, I was just for me. I was like, I don't want to lose King, and I guess I don't. And I would I would not care less what he did with Aquaman. Um, I uh, I put Tynan on one too. I just said screw it. Put Tynan on Nightwing. He was actually supposed to write Nightwing before it became Grayson, and he's clearly the person they've charged with rehabbing Dick Grayson in Batman for Joker War. So fuck it. Just keep up the good work. You write Nightwing now. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, who's who's drawing? Did you? So you brought back Nightwing? Like that was your that was your book you resurrected? Well, that's one of the ones I resurrect, and they're going to be doing it anyway, so you know it's only a matter of time before they bring them back. And yeah, I would put Tynan on it. I didn't pick an artist because this was one of my ones outside the main four. Right. Or the right, main right, 12. Right. That's fair. Um, what was your... Um... Oh, okay, so you didn't pick an artist. All right. Um, I like that you brought back Nightwing, because I also brought back Nightwing. <laughs> right on. Okay, what did you do with Nightwing? I just Batman universed it. I just said Bendis Mark. and Darrington. That's good, because Nightwing can go anywhere, and Dick Grayson is very much in Bendis' wheelhouse as a character. Yeah, he's young, he's fun. Darrington's art, he lent... Like, if Darrington was ever going to draw a superhero, it should be Daredevil. If it can't be Daredevil, it should be Nightwing. If you've never read Batman Universe, first of all, go buy it. Secondly, oh. you'll get pages like this, where... He did an issue where Nightwing just teams up with Batman like they're old friends and partners and oh. does this visually distinctly different style for both their action in a way that made me say, oh, my God, I think Bendis gets Nightwing. 
it's pretty jaw-dropping and again too because like everyone in the universe likes dick dick could go anywhere and you wouldn't have a problem with it like oh today i'm going into space to visit some of my alien friends you know oh i'm going back in time i'm doing this and it all works and it's all fine that's right that's right so it doesn't matter plus like Bendis is selective of continuity, right? Like he doesn't, yes. he doesn't, he's selective, but most people would probably rather he was selective with Nightwing's continuity. Like, yeah, really? How much do you want to remember about Nightwing? Like maybe just that he was Bruce's partner and he went to Bloodhaven? Like that's all you cool. need? <laughs> <laughs> we, we sure want to forget Rick. Can we forget everything about Rick? Right, please. So, you know, he will, you know, he's just going to throw that right out. So I'm in for that. That's good. Using Bendis's selective continuity powers for good instead of evil. Yeah. I like the complaint. Are we giving Bendis too many books again? Uh, he's on one in my universe. How about you, Joel? On in mine as well. So no. Um, but yeah. No, I, I assume he would keep his wonder line and that would keep going. In fact, that actually uh, uh, impacts my next one. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, who cares? Like, do whatever you want with your wonder line. Like, I'm I'm not reading it, but I'm glad it exists. Like, do whatever you want, man. Likewise. Um, but yeah, yeah. Feel creatively fulfilled and justify being the highest paid man in comics at the moment. Yeah. So I'm I'm down for, for that. Uh, Taylor Pester says Manipal is supposed to do Aquaman Earth 1. Really? That's right. Okay. Is was that incepted in my mind? Is that I think why I think that idea hit me? I think it's just that it makes sense. Hey, Manipal, just do what you were gonna do for Earth One, but just do it. It's in continuity now. Sure, why not? Yeah. Dan Dragon said, "Hero pitch I got is hero switching cities for a day. Nothing obvious." Okay, I'd read that. Be fine. Yeah, you would need like a Mr. Mixelplet character to do that. To be like, ooh, I made you all change cities and you have to save the day if you want to be changed back. Ooh, well, even better, like with that, instead of like making it magic, when one hero takes a sick day, it throws everybody off. Oh. Everybody's trying to fill oh, that's in. fun. It's like the snow chain for like when you're, you know, when you're, when you get a, when you get a phone call that like your school's canceled for snow. Like it's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's like, well, if Batman's out. Superman takes Gotham, obviously. But if Superman's taking Gotham, does he have time to take over Metropolis? Mostly, but that's why Flash, Flash takes over the slack for Metropolis. But if Flash covering Coast City, I'm sorry, uh, uh, shit, I'm blanking. Central. Out. Thank you. Central City and Metropolis, then who else is covering Central City? You know, and so it just, you, you just switch everybody. That's a really clever idea. And then, like, it goes down to the end to where it's like, why why is a Guana Beast having to take care of Bloodhaven today? Right? Yeah, and it's like, oh my god. Um, Meow Nian says, uh, would a Brave and the Bold series work? Yeah, obviously. It would it'd be a great book. I mean, I didn't have one, but it would be a good idea. I had a magic brave in the bull thing. I wanted to put Constantine somewhere, and I thought, you know what? Screw it. Let's have Constantine team up, magical team up. Instead of calling it Brave and Bull, call it I don't know, Dark and something. <laughs> and every issue, it's, every arc, it's him teaming up with another magic person who doesn't get a book. You can call it Wizards and Warriors or something. That's fine too. That's also okay. <laughs> this belongs in the DC Yeet Initiative. Yes. What is your what, what's your next book? So Nightwing was was done. This is I guess the twelfth oh. book, right? It is the twelfth and final one now, and it's Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, mine is also Teen Titans. <laughs> Not Titans, it's Teen Titans. 
here's the thing my writer on this one i'm sure some people are going to go oh yeah they, that's a no-brainer why didn't they do that this is a writer who had great cl- acclaim over at marvel who they sniped for one of their biggest characters it ended up not going anywhere and then they pretty much gave up on her entirely when they really should have given her another book that is g willow wilson i think should take the reins of teen titans for 2020 g willow wilson's my pick for titans as well <laughs> oh my god how do we keep doing this i know she's a perfect fit she gets young characters and obviously she would infuse them with diversity and and with and with character and it would be awesome definitely uh, who's your also artist? too I- yeah go ahead I would say, too, that, you know, uh, if Bendis is still going to be doing his Young Justice, I, my, my thing for Wilson would be like, OK, everyone else do some counterpicking for this one. So instead of Robin, it's Cassandra Kane, And instead of Starfire, it's Stargirl, oh. et cetera, et cetera. I love it. I'm, I'm totally in he, on that. He gives Steel and Blue Beetle a home and Aqualad and just like everyone else who's not in any other books. Because the idea is, is that when this new series starts, it's uh, Damien did a bad, bad thing with his secret black side prisons and torturing people and everything else. Yeah. So he's he's in superhero timeout and it's up to these new heroes to kind of bring back the joy and life to Teen Titans as a brand again. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that. Yes, obviously. Who's who's drawing your our, our Titans book? Uh, Stephen Cummings is who I tapped for this one. I do believe he uh, was doing Champions with Zub, so clearly he knows how to draw very many young superheroes. Oh, he also did uh, was he did Zub's other book too? Wayward. He did a Wayward, yeah, Wayward, a bunch of the other stuff. So he's got a very clean, soft, colorful style, which would be good for Teen Titans that would hopefully make it appealing to a young audience again, unlike that new Adam Glass book, which (laughs) is a book of young people that is completely unappealing to young people. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I love that pick. That's a great pick. My pick was Carrie Randolph. Also good. Uh, I thought Carrie Randolph would infuse the kind of, like, fun and youthful energy that you need in a teen slash young adult comic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they do a great job, but I take either artist on this book. Hell, Carrie Randall does covers and, uh, and, and Stephen Cummings does the, the interiors. Just make it happen. That's our, that's our synergy book. It's real good. It's Love it. That that's happens. real good. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, that's also, you know, if they can get G. Will Wilson back, because it feels like that Wonder Woman thing didn't go the way they wanted. And she's like, okay, I'm going to indie books now. Right, exactly. Um, it's it's not like I created like one of the most impactful new characters of the last decade or anything, but all right, give up on me after one, right? Please. Um, let's see. I got a, I got a couple surprises left in store. Uh, not much, but Nerd King One Hundred and One says, "Is the USA a comic book character? Crisis takes place, and then they ignore the crisis in favor of telling a different story, completely unrelated to a crisis. The origin of our founding of founders' characters even up for debate." I don't oh, know. That sounds very black label. <laughs> I would take that as a black label book. That's that's very esoteric. I dig it, man. Um, thank you very much for your super chat, and that really helped us out. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Paul Baker, King of uh, King on Aquaman, would be interesting because Arthur and Mara have a kid again now. Seems like King Ew. was thinking about fatherhood a lot in Catwoman's 80th, and also his Catwoman Batman book, um, and his future story featuring Catwoman and Batman being parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a slam dunk. Right? Uh, Cyberpunk, Aquaman is a king. I'd love to see more politics. Yeah. Right? 
they kind of did that in the Jurgens era where they had like, you know, Atlantis becoming a world power and he was literally fighting the president like Rick from Rick and Morty and everything. Yeah. But people forget that happened. Yeah. And I don't want to read that. Uh, enjoyed Dan, it for what it was yeah, but you know dan dragon's back i would love to see a story where the superpowered heroes lose their powers for a day and that non-superpowered heroes get their powers for a day just to see how the other one lives that is a book uh it's a wonderful well, act of book. god it's not act very good yeah it's not very good but that does exist um basically because it devolves into a batman wank fest about how batman is better than everyone else because he no have no powers yes uh, but i think that the idea is evergreen enough to keep doing it or to try it again. Yeah, and just because yeah, just because an idea was bad the first time doesn't mean you can't make it good. Yes, uh, I have two digital series or three digital series that are digital exclusive. These are books that would rotate. They're seasonal. They're not black label necessarily, but we would republish them when the series are done. These are only digital exclusive. Um, uh, the question is an ongoing series from the team doing the question, the many deaths of Vic Sage uh, for black label right now. It's Jeff Lemire and Dennis Cowan. Just He's do, more Lemire. Just do that as an ongoing. Every two months, this book comes out, and every six issues, it's collected in a trade that you get that's oversized and beautiful. Uh, it's just a digital book that you that you thank your physical readers for supporting by giving them a beautiful collected book. Uh, the other it's book like a that is a digital series exclusive is called Super Buddies. <laughs> it is from J.M.D. Mateus and Keith, Ki and Keith Giffen with art by Victor Bogdanovic. It hey. is exactly what you think it is. It is just Booster Gold and Blue Beetle bouncing around the DC universe and uh, trying to make it in the current world. It's essentially, you're playing oh, with I the idea that Booster Gold, my pitch is basically that Booster Gold and Blue Beetle are taken, go on a time travel adventure from Justice League International from oh. the 80s to now interesting so you don't have to deal with all the baggage those characters have accrued over the years yes i'm kevin smith green arrowing it up where it's like i don't know what you've done with ted and blue beetle or and, and booster gold but i'm ending it now <laughs> that's, gr that's great too because that means you don't have to fuck with what tom taylor is doing right now to where it's like oh uh what is it blue beetle might actually be the head of what is it an evil business thing that's bought the suicide squad yeah 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 instead just just give them what they want it's a digital exclusive series again when the arcs are done they come out as trade paperbacks but i think that's the way you could actually support that book at the very mm -hmm. least you get one arc that like you see if it sells and you reduce the overhead cost by not making it a monthly book that's um, smart that's smart also uh connected with the dc universe app uh hire yale stewart full-time and make jl8 slash little league a twice weekly comic strip that makes you come back to the web to the to the to the uh to the app to read that comic and hopefully get some new stuff that's a pretty solid no-brainer i mean if we're pitching digital ones i have one left here that actually would make a great sense for Let's digital Batman and Robin. We haven't had a Batman and Robin book in what feels like forever. Yep. And uh, he's a great writer, a uh, good guy, and he's not exclusive for Marvel. Get Jim Zub to write it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Jim Zub is a terrific creator. He loves continuity. He's good at making new characters. He'd, he'd, he'd do a great job. Zub is... Hey, young people. Yeah. Zub is a no-brainer, ladies and gentlemen. Get and Zub it would on be that. 
you get Damien back there and it's like, okay, this is the rehabbing of Damien. We need to get him back to being likable again. Sorry, we have to keep doing this every so often. Right? <laughs> Screw it. Just make Batman and Robin, like, the first arc is just Batman being like, you don't have, like, you, of all my Robins, you have the least amount of training. And he just takes him, like, father and son through all of his gurus. Ooh, that's fun. That's really fun. You get to bring back everyone. The original Mr. Miracle. We get to bring Duke Hard back because he actually has a shared history with Robin. Right? And so it, 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 in that regard, you you allow for, you know, this, this cool, like, globe-hopping adventure. You Sometimes they have to put on their Batman and Robin costumes, but more, like... Batman's like, you aren't Robin anymore, and like takes his costume away. And it's like Need to earn this again. Batman and Robin is not a title that's advertising a book starring Batman and Robin. It's a journey to the that's smart. to earn the title of Batman and Robin. Like Batman and Robin is that. dead until you become what you should have been when you showed up on my doorstep. That's really good. That's our end point. That's like our thesis statement. And also, too, you could even have like some fun stuff for Damien to be like, yeah, hey, dad, guess what? All your old guru friends are dead. You're old. We need to find new gurus. Who's the hip happening guru of today who can help train us? Right, exactly. And Batman's like us. And it's like, yeah, no, you're doing this, too. Like, it's not just me. And so they both like learn shit about like being young, about being older and wiser, about like, you know, letting go of your mentors, maybe maybe learning that like some of those gurus are still alive and like age changed them they're cynical or like you know it's like you, you don't have too much stock in your heroes you know that kind of thing like it's just you could explore all these different themes Oh, I, I can see an episode right now. It's like, oh, this guy was the cruelest ninja master I ever knew. He beat the crap out of all of us. Basically like Jackie Chan's teachers yeah. in the Peking Opera School. You know, he broke our ribs and everything. Then he's like, he's like a mellow hippie now. He's like smoking medicinal marijuana. It's like, no, nah, Bruce, I was too hard on you, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, what? Yeah, what? No. And he's like, and they fight. And he just lets him kick the shit out of him. And he's like, does that make you feel better? Does it really? Be honest with yourself. I'm a man of peace now, Bruce. I put the war behind me and you can too. Oh no, my God. I can't. Yeah, that's the, that's the arc where it's like, don't be Batman. Where it's like his cri Batman's crisis of faith. That's exactly where it's like, this guy, you know, I based so much on his teaching and now he's actually living happily now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, that's a book. We're just going to tell Zub. We just, we, let's, let me just text him and be like, Zub. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Jim, we got do your this. next big project. Here's your pitch. Do this. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I want that too. It'd be much. great. They'd be like, no, <laughs> man, I'm doing my own ideas. And then Batman and Robin becomes a book. Hey, that's happened before on this show. We've pitched ideas only to have them happen. <laughs> yeah, have them happen in a conspicuously, like, timed period. But, uh, yeah. Jim's, or I was going to say, freaking Dr. Strange should go to space. Hey, uh, Matt Murdock should become mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Just to name a couple. Um, yeah. But yeah, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We've been gone over time, uh, but we did have a little bit of a break in the center. Uh, so thank you yeah. very much for putting up with us and sticking around for this long. Like I said, don't forget to join us over on patreon.com slash compop for more because there is more. And there is a bonus show that Joel and I are about to record, which will, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be totally different. Something else. Whoop. Um, March... 88 says crisis averted. It's my, it's only there to retcon heroes in crisis. I love the idea. That's such a good name for a book. It really crisis, is. Crisis averted is such a great idea. It's such a good name. I love it. March. You're, should, you're a genius. It should, 
should go throughout history and it should be just like all of the different crises that were just averted because one person did one thing. Oh, that's the Super Buddies. That's the name of the Super Buddies arc. It's Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. They, they come to today. Everything's fucked. Like not fucked, but like for them, it's fucked. Like the future sucks. Yes. It'd be like if you sh if you got way worse. It'd be like if you went back to high school and be like, "It's me," and it's like, "Oh my god, I'm fat and a loser." And it's like, "No, no, no, my life is good. I, yeah. I am, I'm matured." And it's like, "No," and you knock him out and steal the time device, and you go through this ex adventure like going through time trying to right yes. mistakes, like Booster Gold yes. and Blue Beetle, and it's called Crisis Averted, and it's just them mucking up the DC universe, only to realize at the end of the of the book they have to stop themselves because they're the crisis. I'm starting. Uh, Wally, for the love of God, Wally, for the love of God, get regular therapy. Don't go to the crazy <laughs> robot house. If, if anyone suggests okay. this, don't do it. If, if anyone hands you a mask and says it's in any way useful for therapy, just throw it away. Um, by the yeah. way, uh, join the Discord. Yeah, and watch out for your ex-wife. <laughs> join the Discord and also go to um, twitch.tv slash comicpop and follow us there. Tiffany's going to be streaming around five around 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening on Eastern Standard Time and wrapping up Arkham Knight. Definitely check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Twitch.tv slash comicpop. Join the Discord and have a great grand old time continuing the conversation. Uh, join Joel and I over on patreon.com slash comicpop for more of this show. Uh, visit mm. youtube.com slash capejoel for more Joel. And uh, if you, by the way, somebody in the chat referenced a D&D &D campaign uh, uh, for featuring superheroes. If you must watch any D&D campaign on YouTube featuring superheroes, watch the one that was over a year old that stars me and my crew called uh, uh. Harbor Patrol. And if you must watch another one, watch Capes and Quests over on Cape Joel. Thank you. These ideas came well in advance and have a lot of fun. Please check them out. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week with another episode. I am, of course, Sal. Oh. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye.